T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Adrian Hernandez here on The Playmakers. All alone, but not really. At least not for the moment. Lindsay's back home in Minnesota for the week, and I'm holding it down. And officially joining us for the second time, I guess that makes him a friend of the show from the Las Vegas Review Journal, Mick Akers. Mick, how you doing, man? Hey, man, doing great. How about yourself? Hey, we're doing good. And as always, download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. And as we start this conversation, there's a lot that we need to cover um, with, like, every sport imaginable. And I want to ask you, last weekend, it was the first time Chelsea FC came here to America. They played at Allegiant Stadium against Club America from Mexico. We have more soccer coming up this weekend with Real Madrid versus Barcelona. And I was surprised. It was a very raucous crowd. It was damn near sold out. Did FIFA not drop the ball by not having a Legion Stadium host games for the 2026 World Cup? Well, actually, uh, that, that's on the LBCBA. Uh, when that, that bid came up a few years ago, uh, you know, they kind of looked at it, and uh, for some whatever reason, they said, hey, uh, we're not going to do that. I guess they said it was going to be too expensive, but uh, with some of the hot, you know, <sighs> some of the soccer they're bringing here, and, you know, obviously this weekend. And, you know, in the previous ones that have all done well, it just seems like, um, you know, whatever it took to get that here, it would make a lot of sense, you know, with all the money that's involved. Um, so whatever it was, uh, whatever price that was, obviously, I think, you know, any kind of amount that they're going to make out of it would be, you know, far, it's far surpassed what they would have to pay. So, um, yeah, so not FIFA, that's uh, LBCDA uh, who, you know, decided not to go and bid on that. I got to be honest, Mick, that's kind of heartbreaking because I'm looking at San Francisco and I feel like we could have slid them out and put Las Vegas in there alongside L.A. and Seattle on the West Coast. But from football to America's former pastime in baseball, what's the latest with the Oakland A's? And I know they're trying to build a stadium on their harbor on the uh, on the West Coast. And have they actually determined a location here in Vegas that they want to move to to build the stadium? Uh, they, you know, they're still mulling over uh, the final two sites. They haven't really said publicly what those are, uh, so they're going through that process while they're going through their process up there in Oakland. Uh, they got a couple of key approvals recently up there. Uh, one to allow them to build on the Howard Terminal site uh, if they, you know, they get this plan going up there. So that's a big one. And then another one was that the city council was looking at possibly putting the, the stadium on November's ballot to let the, the voters kind of uh, give their, you know, uh, you know, their two cents on this. Um, it wouldn't be like an official decision on that. It would have only been a, an advisory. So it kind of helped guide the city council. 
they ended up not putting that on the ballot, which was a win in the A's eyes because they didn't want it to go on the ballot because they kind of pushed it into the 2023 and they don't have the time. Then we have yesterday with the MLB commissioner, Rob Manfred, coming out saying what he said in, in the past. Hey, we got to get this done now. I, he, he was just in Oakland recently saying the Coliseum is definitely not – uh, Major League Baseball stadium these days. Um, obviously, there's a lot of issues up there on that, uh, you know, bit built in the 60s. So, you know, it's, it's long past its due point here. So, uh, you know, kind of in the same boat we've been in over the last year, it's just uh, still like a 50-50 thing with uh, the term sheet they've been working on for a whole year over there in Oakland with the city council and the A's on the Howard Terminal site. And they still have, you know, what they're doing down here in Vegas. So, you know, it's, it's still a toss-up at this point where they end up. Ooh, the waiting period. Uh, one of the most underrated follows on social media. This gentleman right here joining us, Mick Akers, from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Be sure to follow him on Twitter, at Mick Akers. And last night, uh, I was at the Aces game covering it as they took on the Atlanta Dream. Mark Davis was courtside, and sitting right next to him is the new president of the Raiders, Sandra Douglas Morgan. Obviously, a historic hire, the first black woman in NFL history to become team president. Uh, I know we haven't spoken since the hire, and I know you were at the introductory press conference. What are your initial thoughts on the hire? Uh, you know, uh, you know, looking at it right away, it seems like a slam dunk hire on their end. Um, she has a long history in Vegas. She was born and raised here. She, um, you know, has a long history, has work here. Obviously, first uh, black chairperson with the gaming control board. She was in there when they, were, they had a few issues in there, and she helped clean it up as well. Uh, she joined in the Raiders when they're having some front office turmoil. Mark Davis said, hey, we kind of looked at it, and we you know, pinpointed a few things we need to clean up. And um, you know, this woman right here is going to be the perfect person to come in. She said, hey, we're not going to sweep anything under the rug. We're going to get down to this you know, and get this thing back going and you know, running smoothly without having these issues come out and these stories come out about what's going on. So, you know, she said, hey, I'm not going to turn a blind eye. I want to get this thing going. And she's just really excited to, you know, take the helm of the business side there at the Raiders. Yeah, and seeing her last night, she, that that's the key word with everything kicking off with the Raiders and training camp and seeing her last night is excitement. And yesterday as well, the news came out that the Raiders topped the NFL in ticket revenue with $119 million. So a two-part question. Number one, from a fan's perspective, what can we take away from this? And then two, I can imagine leading into this season with less restrictions with COVID that the Raiders that the Raiders are probably more than likely going to make more this upcoming season. Yeah. So first off, what you can make of it is it's an expensive ticket because uh, all day they, they wore number one as far as ticket revenue generated. They're twenty fifth in capacity, so in tickets sold. So obviously you look at that and say, hmm, they're one of the lowest in ticket sold, but they're number one at the, you know with the revenue generated. So that's obviously the the glory of the new stadium. They sat you know vacant with no fans in 2020 when the Raiders uh, kicked off their Las Vegas tenure. Uh, so uh, last year, you know, a lot of people are excited to get in there. Obviously, they had the vaccine mandate, which you know a lot of people you know you get both sides of that. And people, some people are like, I'm not going to go, and some people are like, Hey, I'm glad I'm glad it's there and it made me feel safe. So you know, you get some of that. Some of those people were selling their tickets on the secondary market, obviously um, for up to six times the amount from you know when I was looking at some things there last year. And you know sometimes those sat and weren't sold, and then that's you know some seats were there. Some people maybe at the last second said, "Hey, I'm not going to go." So 
there was like a, a 15% discrepancy of tickets sold to, you know, actual crowd. Uh, but you're right, you know, with, there's, with nothing in place, there's no vaccine, there's no mask mandate. Uh, so some of those people that maybe shied away from it due to that are going to kind of show up now. And yes, uh, I wouldn't 100% definitely ex- expect for them to make more money this season, especially you know, with some of those off-season um, acquisitions, especially with Devontae Adams, you know, number one rated uh, receiver in Madden that came out this week as well. So, uh, you know, a lot of excitement on, on all fronts on the, on the Raiders in right now. And uh, some excitement, too, on the basketball side. Um, and I, I know that you, you did get to talk to Adam Silver, correct, uh, over Summer League, correct? That is correct. Okay, so before we get to Adam Silver, I want to back up a second. I'm all over the place. Uh, the G League's Ignite is coming to the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. Do you get the sense that this is kind of going to get viewed in terms of, I guess, the NBA offices in Manhattan as a bit of a, a test of sustainability and support for this team and, and kind of as a sign of an NBA team to come here in the future? Uh, I look at it as more as just the next step. Um, obviously, the Summer League's been here for uh, about 18 years, so um, Adam Silver told me that they already consider this kind of the unofficial uh, Las Vegas team, um, you know, it grew from having six teams to now they have all 30. Uh, so, you know, obviously that grown tremendously and, and it does great. And he said, Hey, this does more of an economic impact than an all-star game. Uh, so, you know, obviously, I was just looking at it as the next step. They played a few games here last year at Mandalay Bay. I think that was kind of like a test run to see, you know, how that would do out here. Obviously the dollar loan center is, you know, brand new, uh, less than a year old. And they're always looking to add some new tenants there. And it just makes a lot of sense to have that, um, you know, basketball always, you know, tends to do pretty well out here, especially going back to the days of the running Rebels and such. So, uh, you know, I think it's just the next step in the NBA process to eventually landing uh, an NBA team here. And uh, speaking about your conversation with Adam Silver, first off, well done, sir, uh, getting that. And then number two, if you could give us kind of the Cliff Notes version of things that stuck out in that conversation you had with him. Yeah, so, you know, at first, you know, he's kind of, he said this in the past when he said it again, hey, we're not doing any kind of imminent talks on, on their relocation or expansion front right now. Um, they're going to wait till about 2024, 25 when they're going to renew their uh, collective bargaining agreement. So once, when they're doing that, they're going to do the, the media rights in there. And he said, hey, we're going to, it seems like, you know, we're, we're going to go more streaming. It, you know, a lot of these leagues are doing the streaming thing now. And, and when you do that, it takes the, you know, out that, you know, that typical market. So you look at yeah. Las Vegas and it's looked at as a mid-sized TV market, even though when we have our pro sports teams here, they do well. So, you know, that kind of is still a knock on the Las Vegas Valley that we're not the largest, you know, one of the larger TV markets. So once you take that out of the equation, that's one less thing that people have to worry about here in Las Vegas is, you know, getting that, the TV money there. Cause you know, that's a lot of money with the media rights there. And so he said, Hey, that's a, that's a positive thing, but it's going to take a little bit, you know, to get that done. And he, but Hey, we're keeping an eye on Vegas. Obviously there's a lot of things going on. He pointed to the initial success of the Knights uh, and the Raiders now, and, you know, a lot of buzz with, there's a couple arenas projects, you know, on, on the, on the horizon, but, you know, I think one of them that's actually going to get built is the Oakview project, which I asked him about. And he's like, hey, when you have people behind that who have long NBA ties and long facility ties, you know, it's, it's not going to hurt, you know, any kind of, hey, NBA is going to come to Vegas talk. Um, he said they have, he has had no talks with them at all. That's, um, 
you know, Tim Lewicki and uh, he's former president of the Denver Nuggets. And uh, you got Mark Bedane, who's running the Vegas stuff here, who's former pre- president of the Raiders. Uh, you have those two guys that I think, you know, that's kind of a sure-fired bet. And I, I actually uh, I ran into both of them at Summer League uh, two days after that. So they were in there taking, you know, taking it in and having some talks with some people in there. So it uh, looks like maybe they're trying to get the ball running at that point. Oh, look at you making sure look, you're on top of all of this. And another good sign, too, is that, you know, Adam Silver before the NBA finals kind of did his state of the union on the league. And when he was asked about Las Vegas and Seattle, he, his tone was basically we don't want to add more teams because we're, we're worried about the talent discrepancy. And we don't want teams out here only winning 10 or 15 games. We can keep that for just the Sacramento Kings. So it's good to see that he's actually switched his tone and especially with that streaming point about, yes, we may not be the biggest market in the world, but does that really matter when everyone's streaming it and not necessarily watching on local sports affiliates? And before we get you out of here, Mick, and thank you so much for the time, again, follow him on Twitter, at Mick Akers, is you brought up the arenas and all of them being built in the Oakview group uh, coming in here and the MGM Spear and everything. And I know your colleague at the Review Journal, Mark Anderson, kind of posed this question in an article a few weeks ago. And I'll, it's something I wonder a lot about. And I'm going to ask you, do you think Las Vegas can handle another major sports arena? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. You know, obviously, um, you know, they built T-Mobile with the thought of maybe, you know, having NHL and the NBA. They already have separate NBA lockers in there, you know, ready to go if, you know, a team went in there. But by the time... You know, you look at what Adam Silver's saying, 2025, you know, T-Mobile, you know, it's still going to be not old, but it's not going to be brand new. So, obviously, if you have a new steady-of-the-art arena ready to go, which, you know, OP groups kind of say in 2026, which falls right in line with that 2025, you know, expansion look, uh, you know, that's kind of a perfect timing. Obviously, um, I asked Adam Silver about that as well, and he's like, no, I think, you know, Vegas can handle it. It's a non-traditional market. You get this tourism base on top of you know, the residents, and it's just, you know, it shouldn't be an issue with filling that up. And he also said that about, hey, I think that Vegas can handle NFL, Major League Baseball, you know, uh, NHL, WNBA, uh, MLS, obviously looking around here, and, that, you know, that's looking like it's, you know, almost a surefire bet, but they still haven't came out with the official announcement, but they've been looking at that as well. Uh, so, you know, by all accounts, I ask people this all the time in, in the industry and, you know, everyone, I don't think I've gotten a no from a single person that, you know, I value their opinion or trust. And so, you know, I, I think it's just uh, one more, maybe one more after that, but, you know, maybe at that point there's a cap, but there is definitely space for at least one more in one of these mega arenas here. I, I just wonder, like, if T-Mobile needs to, like, have work done on it, it's not like they can just... What's going to happen? Where are they going to go while the work's being done on the stadium? But, hey, as always, we'll figure that out later, okay? Let's get the team now. But, Mick, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, you are officially a friend of the show here on the Playmakers. So thank you so much for the time, Mick. Hey, man, I appreciate that. Officially add me as a friend. (laughs) Hey, Mick, please follow me on Twitter now, okay? Anyway, (laughs) there he is, Mick Akers, joining us from the Las Vegas Review Journal, one of the best follows when it comes to business, even traffic, everything that has to do with sports here in Las Vegas. Follow him on Twitter, at Mick Akers from the Las Vegas Review Journal. And all insider calls are brought to us by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or go to BetQL.com. And coming up next, it's either going to be sports or it's going to be other things, but I promise you it's going to be good because that's what we do. It's 1140 The Bet. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.